Welcome to Dr. 3, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth and climbing the standard rank ladder. I'm your host, Katrina, and along with me are my fellow hosts. You know her, you love her, it's Smarms! Unfortunately, Dragon Rider is out with some personal issues this week, so um, we wish her the best, and uh, hopefully she'll be able to return to us next week. So let's um, send a lot of love out to Dragon Rider, because she's going to need it this week, so. He is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, hi, how's it going? <laughs> Uh, I, uh yeah um <laughs> i don't know i sometimes we chat and i'm like all right yeah. i i know how to do this when it's like a jokey tone i do not know how to move on from serious stuff uh, which is a <laughs> personal failing of mine um but you know what that's fine i guess we'll just move directly into the poll question i mean we can we can chat for a little bit if you want to <laughs> like i'm open no, to it like i i feel like we have so much to chat about with like this week's main topic so mm-hmm. uh I feel like we can just go ahead and jump right into um, stuff. So like last week we had a poll question and it was how excited are you for anomalies and standard? And um, 26% of you said that like this was made for you. I admit I was one of those votes. That was like my Mm -hmm. (laughs) so excited. Um, And then some of uh, another 26% of you said like you wanted to see all 20 before you kind of like made a choice about it. And then uh, 46% of you said it wasn't really for you. So like, it wasn't quite half, but it was almost half. They were like a little bit apprehensive about this. So hopefully y'all are having an okay week in Hearthstone uh, with Anomalies just being released today. Um, so yeah, the mini set released today. Uh, Anomalies are here in standard. They will be in 100% of games uh, for this next week and then 25% of games until like the next big patch. Um, Anomalies are also in like duels and the other modes that you know exist (laughs) no but uh they've been um as well as like battlegrounds has gotten some updated anomalies Mm -hmm. um uh just like some more battlegrounds news uh the damage cap has been changed it's now you can only take 15 damage until there are four players left um so it used to be you could only take uh up to 15 15 damage up to 15 Turn eight, okay, and eight. Yep. as soon as the first person died. Mm-hmm. I think this is, like, a real improvement because, like, anomalies do shake things up quite a bit. And I do think that this is, like, a better, um, like, a healthier way for the game to play rather than somebody just absolutely getting annihilated one turn because anomalies can really make that happen. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's the main news is the mini set is here and you can buy that either with gold or actual money um, and it'll be in the Hearthstone shop. Just make sure and keep in mind when you do buy it that um uh that the first one is the golden set. So don't get confused. It does not cost 60 bucks. Do not get tricked into that. It is only um it's the normal price is of, of 20 bucks, but um you just have to make sure you switch over to it. So as a heads up, don't let that uh, get you confused. <laughs> so just as yeah. a friendly like reminder here that that's how it's set. So 
Yeah, I do do think that that's a great reminder to, um, you know, not have people spend an additional like, like it's like, I think it's $65. Yes, almost $60 more expensive. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that is kind of crazy. Um, So yeah, yeah, then like, just moving on to our main topic, we were going to focus on anomalies. And so I think we should just kind of like start off with like our general thoughts and then we can go through like the more specific ones and our thoughts on those. What do you think? Yeah, that sounds great to me. So, I mean, when it when I'm thinking about it in all honesty, like I on paper, I don't necessarily really like this because it's just it adds a level of um something you can't control to a ranked standard game other than you know like matchups and you know the normal stuff you have to worry about which is not necessarily something you have to like freak out about but you know it's just it's the normal pressure of the ladder but there is um now like there could be some uh anomalies that give you a big benefit it could give your opponent a big benefit. There's a lot of... There's 20 different conditions here. And they really mix the game up. So, like... It is... Like, on paper... Like, when I'm competing to try and climb ranks... um, I don't normally think I'm a huge fan of this. But I'm going to try and be as positive as I can be about this. And... um you know, keep that in mind um, throughout throughout this time period. So um, I've played a few games with it tonight. I I had a very busy night already. And um, so unfortunately, I didn't get a lot of time with it. But um, they seem interesting. They're not like, um, uh, what do I want to say? They are... Um, the ones I encountered weren't like broken or extremely problematic. So they seemed interesting. So like I'm interested to to see how it goes this week and um, I'm hoping I'm going to enjoy it. So I, I know you, like you said, this is something that has been tailored to you. How are you feeling about it now that you've seen all 20 of them? Honestly, so excited. Like, mm-hmm. I, I knew this was going to be for me. I love the chaos. It has made me excited to play standard again in a way that I haven't really been for, like, the last few weeks where I haven't had, like, a consistent deck that I love. Because, like, if I find a deck that I really enjoy, then I am all about, you know, um, like, playing that and I really enjoy it. But, like, if I don't have a consistent deck, then it's kind of, like, hit or miss on how um excited i am about standard and this i have loved um you know i also didn't get to play that many games today unfortunately like today was like crazy but i probably will just be doing this all night so um you know i'm super excited to try more i've only uh come into like uh two or three of them and i have thought that they've improved the game for the better um two of those games and this is where, like, you, it definitely shows that, like, I'm not nearly as competitive. I just wanted to try out different anomalies so I conceded after, like, turn four. Um, 
And that's like, that's how you know I'm not serious about competing because it's just like, ah, I just want to try these things out. And so I'll just like roll through them as fast as possible. Um, and I think that they really bring a fun dimension to the game. I've, um, you know, like you, there's two different like styles of enjoyment that you can like kind of get out of a game. And like one is like where you get into the flow state, which is definitely something that I do when I have like a consistent deck that I love. You just kind of get into like that, you know how it's supposed to work. You can like, you know, it's like anybody who's really good at anything. They get into that flow state where like they know exactly what's supposed to happen, how it's supposed to happen. And if you like learn a deck well enough, you can kind of get there. This brings the excitement back. Um, and so like, you know, doing the other part of what I like about Hearthstone and what I think like Battlegrounds has done like a good job of catering to where it's like the excitement, the unknown and, you know, really uh, trying different things out because it's not going to be consistent. Mm -hmm. It's just going to add chaos. Right? <laughs> yeah, which is 100% what I'm all about. Um, mm -hmm. so we do have the list of all 20 and I... Um, so like the first one, it's called Twist Reality, and it's after a player plays a card this game, shuffle a copy into their deck. And I believe that you've had a game of one of that one. Yes. What did you think? Um, I was playing against a um, Plague Warlock, so that wasn't the most fun in the world. Cause oh, it, no. Yeah. <laughs> So, That's the worst matchup with that one. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, of course. Why Why wouldn't it? Um, but, like, I was playing Control Walk, so, like, I was able to get some interesting things happening and, like, um, <laughs> you know, shuffling the Symphony of Sins back into your deck after you play it or shuffling back in Eskai uh, um, uh, Saragossa. So, am, am I, what is this? What is their name? The 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 the, the demon, the the, the titan. I oh can't. god, I can't, oh, I can't remember. Uh Well, I'll I'll be looking that up while if you want to talk about that. Yeah, so like being able to like shuffle things back in it. It's this S1. I can't I, <laughs> I, 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 it's not Sargeras because that's the Sargeras. Right? No, oh, it what, is Sargeras. No. no, it's not Sar. No, no. Sargeras is a dragon. No, it's not Sargeras. It's uh the the big demon, warlock, titan. <laughs> uh, da 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 da. Okay. <laughs> I googled warlock titan and it gave me uh. Warhammer it's uh, Sargeras. There we go. It gave me okay. um it gave me an Eldar warlock titan. <laughs> so <laughs> So I started laughing because I'm like Fade is now telling me we must talk about Warhammer 40,000. <laughs> Clearly it's a we got to. Uh it's important. But yes, yeah, Sargeras. There we go. I we did it. We got there. Took some time, but we did in fact get there. So um, yeah, so, like, it was kind of fun to, to be able to, like, shuffle that back into the deck and, um, have some effects like that. So, I thought it was really cool. Um, it's a lot different than what I might normally enjoy, but, like, I thought it was still fun. 
And like it, it, I can see the potential there. So, um, the next one we have is approaching nightmare. Both players start with Yog Saron hopes end in their hand. And is that the new Titan? Is that the one, or is it the old? Uh, I do believe it's the new one. Yeah. Um. So. Let me go take a look because I kind of forgot what he uh, does, if I'm going to be honest. Uh, um, yeah. I, yeah. I have to pull him up. Like, uh, I I don't remember what the it's the new it's the new uh, Colossal. It, it costs what it, I think it costs 12 and then it costs one less for every uh, spell you've played this game. So, yep. Um. Uh, so, uh, I'm gonna keep talking about these here, so, um, next we have Opportunity Knocks. The first card drawn on a player's turn is one they can, uh, can afford to play. So, that's kind of cool, because that is always going to give you something that you can actually use, which is, um, uh, very interesting to say the least, like, the fact that it's always going to pull something that is useful, um, especially like a lot of the like, um, like playing on curve is probably always a good thing in most scenarios. So that like you can actually like the fact that it gives you something you can play, especially if you're like if you're playing a deck that wants to get on the board on turn one and wants to like hit that curve the fact that you can keep drawing things early on that you can play is a big deal um so uh it it seems like a uh, a mechanic that um really really is helpful early on okay then we have shifting fate both players start with gear shifts in their hands, and gear shift is the rogue card that costs two. You shuffle two the your left two cards into your hand, uh, from your hand into your deck. Draw three cards, so it's essentially a net of one card, unless your hand is empty. Besides those, um, so kind of a, a <laughs> essentially a mulligan or. Maybe you look at it as additional resources, depending on what your deck is, but, um, it is very interesting, so. Okay, next we have both, uh, Light in the Dark. Both players' hero powers cost one less. That's kind of ridiculous in, in my mind, like, that's, uh, a really big deal, because... The fact that um, it costs one less is pretty insane there. Um, especially for, like, Demon Hunter, um, which their hero power is going to cost zero. <laughs> so, um, I think that's a really interesting one. And I don't know if you remember back in the day of um, even our Ganon Baku... Uh, turns out making your hero power cost one less is a big deal. And it can make 
a huge difference, especially in with some decks that like really lean into their hero power. So like Hunter, Paladin, Warlock, like the 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 decks that really really want to use their hero power a lot. So um <laughs> that's a very big one. Next we have Gifts of Gluttony. Both players start with two more uh, drawn cards. Pretty self-explanatory. More resources, more gooder. <laughs> I know, I'm just being a bit of a uh, silly person right now. Um, but yeah, no, it's, I mean, more resources for you and your partner, or your, not your partner, but your uh, opponent. Excuse me. I'm sorry, I've been... Uh, yawning all uh all this recording so i apologize but i mean it's just a thing where uh there are more you know resources when you start off the game and <laughs> i'm look there's no real downside to that so um it's pretty pretty interesting in my mind it, not like interesting in the fact of it like I was like, oh, this is cool. It's just, it's cool to see because um, it feels like it does um, something that is um, just universally good. And it works for both players, so that's always a positive, so. Okay. And then we have Shifting Futures. Both players which start, start with two copies of Shifter Zeris in their hands. This one is probably going to be one that will drive you insane. <laughs> Not going to lie. Like, Shifter's Eris is definitely one of those cards where it's just like, uh, it could be, sometimes it could be the greatest thing in the world, and sometimes it literally can be the worst. So, um, it is definitely one of those things where, it feels like it could go either way super easily. And um, I've gotten to play this one a few times in like, so, like one of the games, my opponent got something nutty off of um, Shifter's Eris. The other time I got something that was really good off of Shifter's Eris. And it's one of those things that like, as the game goes on, um, <laughs> the more mana you have and the more chances you have to draw something that's just like out of the world crazy so i think it's uh uh i think it's one that might drive you insane if you're like me um it does feel like it can be like just such a shift in the game so quickly and like so when you can't plan for Shifter's Heirs. You cannot plan for Shifter's Heirs. If you don't remember what Shifter's Heirs does, uh, it's the min it's a 1-1 minion that stays in your hand and transforms into a different random minion every single turn. So you are never going to know what Shifter's Heirs is going to be doing. Shifter's Heirs is just going to be doing Shifter's Heirs things. I mean... I wish I could say, give you a better example of, like, what the card, you know, what it can do, but, like, 
Unfortunately, it is Shifter Zerus is just pure pandemonium, just because there is zero predicting it. Unfortunately, so you're you are never going to know where that card's going to or coming from. So, um, it's just something you're just gonna have to, you know, kind of do your best to play around, but. <laughs> I, that's a lot easier said than done in a lot of scenarios with Shifter's Aeris. So just be careful when and when that card comes to play because you are probably not going to have the easiest time in the world. Um, it's just it's just really hard to kind of play around Shifter's Aeris and like understand what it could possibly do so i feel like with the shifter zaris one you're really like praying to the rng gods mm -hmm. of like fingers crossed that i get <laughs> something good before my opponent gets something ridiculous yes i do think exactly. the benefit um however of it being in um standard because like i mainly know shifter zaris from battlegrounds because like mm -hmm. i've never played a version of standard where shifter zaris was like you know a key piece um N neither has it, anyone else <laughs> that you know what fair yeah uh but like you're always going to be able to play it on uh battlegrounds whereas like sometimes i'm assuming you can't afford like afford to play what the card is mm -hmm. oh um, yeah a lot of the time so, you can't yeah yeah and that's like i think that's one of the key differences in where it keeps it from being like off the wall crazy um but I don't know. That was just my thoughts about it. I mean, it is off the wall crazy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it is like it has it has well, when you don't have to pay for it and have it take up a spot in your deck, um, the possibilities of shifter Zeris are a lot more interesting than you might think initially. So like it's kind of a thing that it's just like Oh, this card gets a lot more interesting when I don't have to pay for it, and it's just in my hand. Like, it just is there. So, like, that's kind of, like, the weird balance with uh, Shifter's Eris, is it's just, like, this isn't a card that you would put in your deck in any one scenario, just because it's, it's too weird, and it's, um... It just doesn't do, like, there's too much potential for it to just not do anything. And, like, yeah. that's that's the real thing there, is it just has so much potential to literally just be a nothing card. And have, like, no effect on the game. But when you don't have to pay for it, like, you, by putting it in your deck, and you just get two copies of it right off the bat, then all of a sudden, um, it gets a lot more interesting and, like... The fact that you just get it, like, is just a thing. It's just like, oh, okay, well, I have a Shifter's Heiress. I have two Shifter's Heiresses now. So it's like, okay, here you go. So it uh, definitely feels um, much more powerful in that scenario. Because I don't think, I mean, honestly, no one, in my recollection, no one ever played Shifter's Heiress in any, like, legitimate deck. 
Like, I'm sure there was a meme lord who played Shifter's Heiress and was like, hee hee hee, I'm playing Shifter's Heiress. Um, but it's just too random, so. Yeah. Which is, I think, why it's fun that they've included it in uh, a lot of this anomaly stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, you want to get the next few? So, uh, next up, we've got Control the Makers. Uh, so, both heroes have plus one attack on their turns. I cannot imagine a um, demon hunter getting this. <laughs> like, everything else feels kind of like whatever, you know, maybe like with some of the druid stuff, then it's kind of concerning. But a demon hunter gets this. That's just it. You're dead like five turns earlier, and that's on turn two, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. So I really feel like they can make the most of that, but um, I'm not really sure on like which types of games that's going to have like the biggest impact, you know, just besides anything with Demon Hunter, and that's not really a type of game. But... Are you sure? Demon Hunter type games. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Demon Hunter attacky type games. How there we go. Yeah. Like that is I where mean, it's the most effective. I feel like Warrior would it, it might do well in, you know. That's fair. Since um Warrior is kind of attacky these days. You know what? I could totally see that and uh but like I guess my thought is like Warrior is more slower attack and like Demon Hunter's like a lot of little That's attacks. Fair. Yeah. And so, like, just having a constant plus one. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Demon Hunter does a little bit of the death by a thousand paper cuts. And if those paper cuts are just going, like, you know, twice as deep, uh, that that makes mm-hmm. it a lot faster. That's true. Um, but up next, we've got uh, Severed Souls. And that's both heroes uh, start with plus five health. I think any sort of, like, slow... Um, you know, game plan. This this will take your um your uh, Prince Renathal decks back up to forty HP. <laughs> so. Um, I do kind of love that. Like, uh, but like, yeah, or um, you know, Blood DK game with this. It's just over because, like, the thing that they really need is just to pop off with uh their spells. And this gives them that little bit of extra time to do that. And boy, howdy, that's going to be irritating. Sure is. It is going to be irritating. That is probably the end of a lifetime. So, yes, it, uh, it definitely is going to be irritating. Yeah. Um, and so the next one is actually a game that I've played. And it's uh, Surging Inspiration. And it's both heroes start with a upgraded hero power. I played one I, of these as well. Yeah. I really enjoy this one. Mm-hmm. I went back to playing with my totem shaman. And the upgraded hero power for shaman is you get to pick which totem mm-hmm. when you use your hero power. And like that was a deck already designed that you like absolutely need to be relentless on your hero power i was however surprised because i'm like oh no totem shaman i thought it was the i can't remember which thing but like it was a different sort of upgraded hero power where it just made your hero power something different and i just assumed that i wouldn't be getting totems and i cannot like i think it had something are you thinking about the hero power or for the hero card yes Mm -hmm. yes 
that's what I was thinking, like, that the upgraded hero power would be. So I was so pleased to find out that that's not what it was. No, um, it, it was the, uh, it was the Justicar True Heart, um, cards from the back in the day. So. Yeah. It's all okay. those hero powers, so. Uh, um. Which hero were you playing when you got this one? Warlock. Okay. So. Free taps. Where you don't have, I mean, it costs two mana, it doesn't cost health. That's the upgrade That's Warlock. so not. Well, I guess unless, like, sometimes Warlock does want you to be losing health, but not so much anymore. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm not down with uh, all the various intricacies of Warlock. Um, but no, that sounds nice. And honestly, like, that was a fun one. I was playing against a warrior, so it's where they get four armor every time rather than two mm-hmm. armor. I was so worried that they were about to pop off insane amounts. Um, luckily, I was able to kill them before they did that, but it was concerning. Um, so, I mean, uh, that goes back to the, uh, <laughs> excuse me, the Control Warlock or Control Warrior days, Odd Warrior. So, um, yeah, it uh, could have been an issue, but. I don't know. So the next one we've got is Driven to Greed, and it's whenever a player ends their turn with unspent mana, they get a coin. I also had this one. This is one of the games that I ended up er- ended early, but this was fun. Mm-hmm. But not necessarily like I was playing a Mech Rogue deck for this one. Okay. And I'm like, I was like spent my first few turns just making sure that I had a coin. And then I just popped off one turn, and that was like a lot of fun. I did end up conceding uh, just so I could try other things, mm-hmm. but it was definitely like an ideal situation to be in with Mech Rogue. Yeah, I can see that. Like that definitely does seem like an ideal situation to be in. The fact that, um, uh, like especially like you know being able to go a little bit under and like essentially bank the resources more or less um for the next turn so like it was it, it sounds interesting to to say the very least i'm not 100% sure exactly how i would handle that but like it is uh it's an interesting beast to say the, the very least here <laughs> yeah so um, so, and then kind of in that same vein, we've got Driven to Excess, and it's whenever a player ends their turn with unspent mana, they draw a card. Um, that seems better to me, in all honesty, but, like, not to say that getting one coin is, or getting a coin is bad, but, like, drawing a card is way better. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I also feel like it fits more in line with the issues if you haven't spent all, if you haven't spent all your mana you probably don't have, like, the resources in hand that you exactly want to fill everything. So getting that extra card, I feel like, really uh, boosts your likelihood of... Yeah, definitely. uh, ...being able to find that stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. So the next one up is Uncontrollable Growth, and um, that is both players start with an extra mana crystal. That one seems like it'd be fun. Um, Yes, it does. I... Um, you know, have really loved the anomaly in 
battlegrounds where it's mm-hmm. like you start with 10 gold. Oh, yeah, yeah, And so yeah, while yeah. this isn't like nearly as crazy, this is kind of like a fun, like you're just jump starting whatever the game plan was. Because like nobody, hardly anybody's like game plan, um, like, you know, is pinned to needing a perfect turn one. So like we're just gonna like uh, push ahead and go ahead with like, you know, the exciting stuff. Yeah. And um, I think that's kind of fun. It is. And like, it's just one of those things that's interesting because it puts, it still puts everyone on like an even playing field because that goes to everyone. So I don't know. I, I like it. <laughs> I mean, I like the opportunity of having more mana at the beginning of the game. So like, <laughs> yeah. yes, please. Like this, is this sounds good to me. <laughs> Um, so our next one up is seeing double and both players start with two cards copied from the other player's hand. I don't feel like this is ever really going to be a benefit. I feel like this is more like a, uh, hurdle put in the way of like, I don't know, like, let's say like an outcast deck. And if you're trying really hard to get like outcast on both sides, those cards are going to get in the way because they might not be cheap and you might not be able to like get them out of your hand. And that seems like it would cause some issues occasionally. It definitely does seem like, I don't know, like I, I it just, that just sounds like a priest card, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like, yeah, this, this anomaly is directly for control priest and control priest alone. So. I, uh- the, yeah, because I've got no ideas because like, the only other benefit I could see is like, okay, maybe you know what your opponent's deck is a little bit earlier, but mm-hmm. I'm sorry. That's never going to matter to me. I'm never <laughs> going to do anything with that information. <laughs> um, so, um, I don't know. Yeah, that does seem like a priest card and it makes sense why I hate that one. Uh, <laughs> now it does. Yeah, you get it yep. now. Yep. As a as a like uh, certified priest hater, uh, mm-hmm. that's always been, um, you know. Yeah. But uh, do you want to take over for? Okay. All right. So then, um, then we have unimaginable horrors. Both players discover a new basic hero power power on their first turn. That one. I mean. <sighs> That one only seems good to aggressive decks, because <laughs> um, if you like, if you're out there and you've been playing as long as I have, you remember uh, the original Finley, <laughs> and you remember that that was an aggressive tool that like people would play Finley and try and get a better hero power, like either um, you know, one of the hero powers that drew cards or something along those lines. So, like, it is um, definitely a uh, interesting because uh, it just it feels it feels really weird because that could put you in a really bad spot because like you could have the hero power you want and then like or you know. And then all of a sudden, now you have, like, priest, druid, and, you know, shaman hero powers as your options. And it's like, 
none of these are particularly what I wanted. I wanted my warlock hero power to draw cards, or I wanted my mage hero power to, like, be able to ping things, or I want the rogue hero power because I need to have a weapon, you know? Yeah. So, it's a hell of a position to be put in to have to do it. Because that was the thing before, though, like, you never had to do anything like that you didn't have to like um like figure out like okay well i have to now um go with a card you know i have to change my hero power now and it's just that's such a weird place to be in because it's just like i don't know like it's just a lot of these are leaving me rather speechless and Um. it just it just feels weird yeah. Uh, the only thing that I will, like, so it says a new basic. So, like, your yes. current hero power is never going to be in the pool of discoverable then, Correct. right? Correct. Yep. So that means for, like, I know Totem Shaman isn't, like, the biggest deal thing anymore. But Yeah, but, yeah. Can you no, imagine, like, yep. that or, or, like, you know, things that, like, really depend. I For some reason, Demon Hunter is the only thing. Despite... Me, like, never playing Demon Hunter. Demon Hunter's the only thing that I can think of about, like, examples of um, where these could cause, like, issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of uh, crazy. But on the other hand, I still think it's fun. Like, I'm not going to lie. It yeah. would screw up a lot of the decks, but I think it's a good time. And, like, you know your opponent's having to go through the same thing, so. Exactly. That's the thing, like, it is definitely, like, it doesn't just affect you, so, like, but, like, having the potential, you know, potentially having your hero power that your deck is based on go away is really weird to think about. Like you said, with Totem Shaman. That's really odd to be like, I'm playing Totem Shaman. My hero power no longer generates totems. (laughs) I was going to say, like, unless you get, like, the Warlock one where you can, like, aggressively draw, then, mm-hmm. yeah, you're, there's, I'm not sure anything else is going to work with that. Yeah, um, exactly. So, uh, all right. Uh, next, we go on to Fortifications, and it's at the end of each player's turn, give a uh, random one of their minions plus one health. That feels, like, pretty basic and neutral and in there for... Mm-hmm. People who didn't want these to have a big impact on the game, right? Like, I don't see that being strong at all. Like, all, but maybe I've always discounted like these plus one health, and sometimes they do make a difference. So that might just be me over discounting the effect that this will have. It has the potential to do something, but um, it is not necessarily going to be like the most powerful thing in the world. Do you know what I mean? Like, there are definitely times where it feels like that could have some impact on the game, but like I can't really see it ever being just like this is going to like break the game. Most of the time it's just gonna be like, okay, I it gave me an advantage early on. You know what I mean? Like so it definitely um feels like it could potentially do something, but um most of the time it's it it's 
balance because it goes to both ways. This is like everything else we're talking about here. It goes both ways. So therefore, like it doesn't necessarily favor one player over the other. You know what I mean? So like it is interesting to see that um, how that's happening. So I <laughs> this one definitely does feel like one of the easier ones to be like, oh, okay, well, this is a thing. I don't know how good it's going to be, but it is a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a thing. I think calling it a thing is like definitely yeah. the best uh, to talk about it because like, yeah, who knows what it'll do, but probably like not as much. Um, so the next one is uh, Fast Track and it's reduced the cost of all cards in both players starting hands by one. Um, this is kind of interesting because you'll know it before you mulligan. Mm -hmm. I think this is like, I've always thought it was better to play second because like you get coin. I think there's mm -hmm. just like a lot of reasons that like going second is better. This one becomes unbelievably better than uh, for the person who goes second in my hand because you've got like that one extra card. Um, you know, and when you're mulliganing, you've got like, that one extra card again to like you know scroll through and make sure like that you can get the more expensive stuff that you want so mm -hmm. um i don't know i feel like this one's really good i mean it is very good it, and it depends on who's taking it what it's going for so there's um again like everything else it, it depends <laughs> it really depends so like there could be a big upside for it, but there could also just be like, oh, this is, okay, this is fine. Like, this is just a thing. Doesn't necessarily make a big difference. So, yeah. I don't know. Um, Like, it, I feel like you're right. It's going to probably make a big difference more than it isn't. Um, so, like, it is... Um, super interesting in my mind because there could be a lot of either back and forth or like um just like what is in your opening hand it feels like it could be very skill testing too because like you could have a lot of options in that opening hand and knowing what you want to have reduced is a huge thing so like I think it I think it's a great thing and that like but it could be pretty meaningless in some matchups too, so Okay. Yeah. Alright. Alright, then okay. So uh I'll get the last three. Your eyes betray you. Both players' cards are golden. Um Okay. <laughs> I was going to say. But the, like this, this one does nothing. This one yeah. literally just makes all your cards golden. So you have a 5% chance of the anomaly just not doing anything at all. Uh, I don't think, like, unless somebody just, like, plays dramatically better with their cards being golden. But, A, they're going to know that and they're going to craft them. B, like, yeah. It's not like Battlegrounds where it's like, mm -hmm. oh, you have an all golden game where, like, that makes a huge impact on play yes golden minions golden are different nothing. are yeah golden does nothing in standard 
Yeah. It'd just be like all it's your pretty. cards are diamonds or you know <laughs> you know signatures like obviously yeah. there's not enough signature cards in one class to do that but I'm just saying it doesn't matter it literally is meaningless so um I do wish instead of golden it would have been like the highest possible like of version of that card like so you know like if there is a signature version or if there is like a diamond version mm-hmm. then, um then I could maybe like get a little bit more excited about that but this is yeah. just like meh okay I mean it doesn't sure. do anything it doesn't do anything to the state of the game so it is um it isn't good it isn't bad it just lets you play normally <laughs> so yep. okay and then Army of the Corrupted. The first minion played on each player's turn costs one less. This is awesome. Like, this one is definitely very cool because it's just like, oh, we get one cost less minions. So, like, this is super interesting um, that, like, that first minion you get, uh, get play each turn costs one less. So, like... This is a big deal, and I think this one can definitely um, make or break a few different matchups, and, like, players can um, sometimes uh, put themselves in a better position because of it, and uh, so, like, this one feels very impactful. Yeah, and it's not like, you know, where we've seen in the past where it's, like, people are running only spell decks like i hardly run into those ever so like Mm -hmm. this will at least benefit you know people in some way because like typically people are running with the titan of their deck and like you can Mm -hmm. play that a turn earlier now and that kind of does make a difference and i think that this one will be fun but i'm also tend towards the um little itty bitty guys uh version of decks and so like this will have a huge impact on me because i'll essentially be able to play double the stuff every turn um and that seems like a lot of fun i mean it probably will be for you (laughs) yeah (laughs) so that's what i was saying is like even people with like the bigger stuff they're going to be able to get that like out a turn earlier Mm -hmm. and that's what beats little itty bitty decks so like it'll be kind of i don't know i thought it was kind of balanced somewhat in yeah that's what that's what i'm saying that's what i was trying to have come across there so all right and then uh last one is spread of corruption the first spell played on each player's turn costs one less so exactly the same thing in a different scenario so things cost one less um so it's pretty good. Like that yeah. is pretty straightforward. Your spells, co- your first spell costs one less. So that is definitely a, um, uh, it works on both sides. Like it could make uh your control opponent put them in a position to stay in the game, or it could give you that edge where you're able to kill your opponent faster because of that. So like, um. It definitely feels like a very balanced thing. So, I do wish that they'd had an anomaly that it was just the first card you play um, each turn costs one mm-hmm. less, just so that they could like look on the like back end data to see how it impacts things. Okay. Um, I, I that's just more of a I think that that would be fun. I don't think like 
it's going to be dramatic because, you know, these are random and therefore, like, nobody's going to really be able to play uh, mm -hmm. for them or around them, um, considering that there are 20 of them. Like, if there were only five, then I could definitely see, like, things being catered to these anomalies. But, like, with 20, it's just not, like, a high enough percentage chance yeah. to, like, cater your stuff to any one of them. Um, so that's why I thought, like, the one card like the um just the card you play first would be like an interesting idea yeah i think so too like that does um uh open some interesting um questions and things like that so it would be cool to see that but unfortunately that's not one of the cards uh as much as i'd love i i'm with you on that one i think that would be a really cool one just be like the first card is cost one less. Yeah. So um, maybe, maybe in the future, if they ever repeat this event, they might consider yeah. it. So I am kind of sad that it's going away so fast. And I understand why they did it, given the like uproar of everybody. And like, mm -hmm. I understand they can't cater to me, the um, maybe 2% that is like very excited about this. But <laughs> I mean, they could be catering more to you. It's just, they uh, should be. Honestly, Hearthstone, I mean, have you considered giving me exactly what I want at all times? Uh, because it has felt like that recently, admittedly. But uh, <laughs> why haven't my games been going better, Hearthstone, is what I want to know. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like they are obligated to give you what you want when you want it. You are on two Hearthstone podcasts. Things yeah. should go your way 100% of the time inside the client, so. That's what I've been saying. And yet, you know, when I go out and yell that into the world, nobody listens to me, funny enough. Those I mean, buttheads. I feel, like, I, I feel like just missed opportunities here. And um, I feel like, Blizzard, you could be doing better here. You could really, yes. really make this something, something of... Uh, chaotic and enjoyable for everyone yeah <laughs> or uh, enjoyable for smarms you know what we're, we're just gonna that is clearly the thing uh your, your target audience you you will be making your target audience happy like smarms yeah. smarms only plays hearthstone so like yeah i don't know who else you want to make happy besides the girl who literally does only. not play any other games I know, and like that's the like hilarious thing of Kat uh, and I were talking about this like before the podcast is like it's so interesting to me because like a lot of people in this space like they play a ton of other games mm -hmm. and um, you know even Dragon Rider like her focus may be on card games but she plays a bunch within that space and it's like I play Hearthstone or I'm doing like a non-game related activity pretty much uh, because like you know I had my phase with like. The Zelda stuff, but like that takes up what two weeks, and this isn't like a consistent, uh, nonstop thing. So yeah, Hearthstone, you really do need to be catering to me because this is the only game that I consistently play. So give me what I want, <laughs> and they have been doing that. And I, I mean, they are giving the it chaos. to you right now. Yeah, you're getting exactly like this is like a smart catered around. <laughs> I want this for like. The entire rest of the time. I don't want it to go down to 25%. I want every game anomalies. Um, and they still, they've almost given me what I want in Battlegrounds, but they still 
haven't quite, and that's, I want anomalies with buddies, with dark moon prizes, with like, I just <laughs> everything, want everything. Everything. Okay. I want somebody mm-hmm. to be able to like win by turn, I don't know, four. Like, I know that's like almost impossible, but like, that's hilarious to me. And so, and by the face that you're making, I'm assuming that that's not what you enjoy out of this game uh, at all. No, in Battlegrounds, I certainly do. Like, all the, like, modifications to, like, Battlegrounds, I have enjoyed. Like, I love buddies. I love quests. I love the anomalies. Like, I love the craziness. Like, in my mind, Battlegrounds is all just about, like, having super crazy boards and just having huge numbers like my favorite tribe to play in battlegrounds hands down are elementals like elementals are my favorite by far because they could just get so freaking big and um i really 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 enjoy like that like insanity like the crazy factor to it so like I think um, that, like, I do enjoy the chaos in, like, a controlled setting. Like, but when I'm going, like, one-on-one on the ladder, I am more of a just, like, I'm a girl who just, like, I like to have things in my control because I'm a control player. I am a girl yeah. who likes to play control decks. I have been playing Control Warlock for the pre- past, like, two weeks now. Um what i hit legend with so like um like that is like i i like to be able to like play the game with as little unknowns as possible like obviously you know how your deck shuffled what you draw what your opponent plays and everything like those are things out of your control but like the Those idea are expected unknowns yes, rather exactly. than unknown unknowns. Exactly. So like I am uh I'm trying to embrace the chaos of the anomalies in standard, but like I mean to be fair, I'm hanging around like uh I think I'm at like forty four hundred in legend right now. Um so it's not like I'm fighting for like a top one hundred position, like I'm outside of the range of the top 1500, the, you know, 11x bonus right now. So, like, I'm not exactly, like, in the range where I super care at this point in time. Like, if I if I make a run deeper into Legend, story might be a little different. But right now, yeah. I'm just like, you know, I've been maintaining, I've been going up down between, like, th- like, high 3000s and low 5000s so like hanging around to that like 4000s rank so is where i've been so far yeah okay um yeah i mean still so much higher than where i am which is maybe why i enjoy the chaos because like it's like all right honestly it's not gonna matter what i do anyway so we might as well just like throw some spice into it um so we've got a poll question on mm-hmm. that note of, like, we're wondering what everybody else has been thinking of anomalies. Um, and so it's like, if you have been loving them, you know, go ahead and, like, let us know in the poll question uh, comments which one has been your favorite. 
And if you um, have been an anomaly hater, that is fine too. Go ahead and let us know that. Um, and if you're just kind of like indifferent about them, don't think that they add much or detract much. Also let us know about that. Um, we'll have the results on next week's show. And speaking of the show, you can find us on Twitter at Dr3HS. You can email us at Dr3HS at gmail.com. And you can follow our top pin tweet to join the Dr. 3 Discord. You can find myself on Twitter at Alkaline underscore Cat, K-A-T, twitch.tv forward slash Alkaline Cat, and Blue Sky uh, is Alkaline Cat too, whatever the dot B Sky social. It's just look up Alkaline Cat, all one word, you'll find me. So I promise I have the same exact, you know, profile picture on basically everything because that's like my favorite picture I've ever had taken of me in my entire life. And that's going to be on everything until I die. (laughs) I think that's fair. It is a really great picture. It was taken by a professional at a pride event. And I was just like, I was just stunned at like how good that turned out. And I'm like. I'm never going to not have this be, like, my main profile picture on anything, because I look, like, aside, we'll get back to the plugs. When I first saw that picture, I literally did not believe that was me. Like, I could see that it was me, but, like, my brain did not make that connection. So, like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh... (laughs) It's intense. Transitioning is crazy. It is, uh, I don't know how to say it other than it's just like, it's just nuts. But yes, so you can find me there, Blue Sky, um, so, and like probably any other social moving forward, it's probably just gonna be Outline Cat. So, uh, Dragon Rider, you can find her on Twitter at Donnie DK. That's D A W N I E D K. And then, uh, Twitch and everything else is Dragon Rider, uh, T C C G. And Smarms? You can find me on both Twitter and Twitch at Send Me Your Arms, as well as on Blizzlet. Perfect. Like, <laughs> another, another wonderful show in the books we wish uh we wish the best for dawn um i know if like just keep an eye on 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 her socials she might discuss what's going on so i don't really want to make any announcements for her but just uh keep her in your heart for the time being um and we just hope that she's um feeling better next week um and is going to be able to come back and record with us. Um, she's awesome. She's <laughs> she's a core to this show. And like, I mean, I love talking to you, Smarms, but I definitely do miss the times when it's not all three of us. So I think the same. And I'm excited yeah. to hear her takes on all this anomaly <laughs> stuff. I'm so. very excited to hear it, too. Not going to lie. So. We'll have to keep pinging her through the week and seeing how uh, how things are going for her. So, all right. Well, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And as always, you've been listening to Doctor Three.
Hearthstone, I really appreciate you giving me everything that my chaos gremlin heart wants. Boom. <laughs>